from Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Nick and Jonathan Diener from the Swellers. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Feliz Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. There we go. Thanks for joining us once again. Um, let's just start it off by saying, uh, Rigby, you're uh, you're going to be a little disappointed once again. Because once again, I'm doing this one without you. I know, I know, I know. Uh... This episode has already been recorded. Not, I mean, well, I guess when you're hearing this, all of it's been recorded. When I'm saying this, this part hasn't. This part is being recorded while I'm saying. Doesn't matter. Anyways, my old pals from the road, the Swellers, uh, were in town playing their final shows and uh, tried to get everybody. A lot of confusion. Uh, hard to organize recording with an entire band. So I got the brothers. I hope you like brothers, because we got Nick and John Diener from The Swellers, and uh, I went and recorded this. Their final shows went over to my friend Dylan's house, where they were, and let's take a listen to that now. Hey, it, hey, the Swellers. <laughs> good start. You like that? That you was like pretty that? good. Yeah, all right. I know that was planned, though. Uh, well, with two, two of four, I have half the Swellers here. I have the related portion here. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, do, we'll do that thing where you say your name so people know who's speaking. So go ahead and do that for me. All right. My name is Nick. I am the older brother. I'm Jonathan, and I'm the other brother. Okay, good. Now I know who's who. Yeah, there we go. That's good. Uh, guys, you're here in Los Angeles. We're at our mutual friend's Dylan's house. Uh, after mass confusion, I thought, uh, I thought I was getting everybody. I thought we were doing it at the venue. And here it is. It's the two of you guys, and we're at Dylan's house. Yeah, this is the first tour, I think, where we haven't had our own van or like a driver uh, okay so some of us have a rental car with our significant others and the other guys were like yeah yeah we'll be totally fine on our own but i think they even all split up from each other anto doesn't have phone service because he has his canadian phone and it's just it's hand- just a banana right it's bananas <laughs> <laughs> it's you know he he talks into like whatever looks like a phone because he just doesn't really get american culture yet mm-hmm. but uh this is his last time he's ever allowed to come to California, wow. which is kind of sad because it's his final time playing in California and also his last time ever getting to really hang out with us. Like, I don't think we're going to talk after this. <laughs> um, our group text will be deleted. Yeah. Uh, so are these, pardon my ignorance, there's going to be plenty of that, but are the, these are like the final, final shows, right? Or am I wrong about we're that? We're doing four California shows, final U.S. shows. 
And then we have a UK run that ends at a European festival called Grosrock in Belgium. Oh, I've heard, I've played it a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm that's familiar. that's the last one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a good one to go out on. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Why is your final show in Belgium?" And it's it like, "Can be. It can be and it will be." My personal final show was in the Philippines. That's pretty cool. Yeah. My one and only time there. There's a lot of ladies there who want to marry uh, nice American men for green cards. They're on uh, Facebook. Yeah? Yeah, they actually, uh, one of my friends just got a weird animated like six second video of a picture of him and then a picture of a Filipino girl he didn't know and then another picture of him with like romantic music. He was just tagged in it. And then a day later it was deleted. So they think they were just looking for a bite. Like they do it for everybody. It's like spam. So if a guy's like, hey, who are you, dream woman? And then they'll come and get married to him. (laughs) I I edited this video for you. It's like, this is a beautiful song. Wow. Have you guys ever been over there? Not Philippines. We've done some Southeast Asia stuff. Uh, Such as? Examples. Uh, we played with Paramore in Bali and Never Jakarta. And I flew into Jakarta but didn't play Jakarta, weirdly. Jakarta was like the biggest show, but kind of like the sketchiest yeah. of all of them. Um, and it was kind of – we did the thing where we went out to go talk to everybody by merchandise because we're just used to being able to just walk over there. And uh, it got to the point where we were being like chased by people, which was cool because you know we never really had that happen. But the people didn't know who we were, which made it great. Uh-huh. So they were like, "You're associated with them," and like, <laughs> well, at I the mean, of the night, yeah, they, you were white guys, walking exactly, around, so, yeah. <laughs> tall white guys. Yeah. So they would like grab me and like drag me, and I'm like, "Guys, someone grab me, please! I don't know what to do." <laughs> yeah, we went to Singapore, played there, and. We went to Singapore Comic Con, which was really cool. Oh wow! That was that uh, sounds amazing. I've only been—I have had a layover in Singapore, and I've <laughs> said this before. And also, that rhymed. I did not intend that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you had me hooked. Uh, maybe, and I don't use this word ever about an airport. Maybe the most delightful airport I've ever been to. You know yeah. what? I think I do remember that. As security was really nice too. Like everyone's smiling. And- yeah, it was. It was just super nice. And like our layover wasn't that long. And there was this part of me that was like, I kind of wish this layover was longer because this airport is very pleasant. <laughs> and then if you stay there and you do drugs, they'll kill you. Oh, that, so that's why it's so nice because everything has a fine well, or you the, are punished to death. It's kind of weird how the Jakarta airport, though. Like, there's a lot of terrorism. In Indonesia, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, Muslim radicals and things like that, and they're like, "Yo, it's a little sketchy out here right now." But at the airport, they were just kind of like, "Just go, just get on the plane." And we're like, "Well, do you need to like see our ticket? Like, make sure we exist?" And like, no, 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 just fine. They didn't like, make you show your ticket. Like, there was uh, we just like hopped from plane to plane, and because we looked, I, I don't. Maybe it's because we were just white, and they were just like, "You're, you're probably okay." Which is the weirdest thing. Well, I, I have this weird theory that the people that work for promoters over there are somehow like affiliated with like really sketchy people. So they're like, remember my face? These guys are good. And then like the second <laughs> they look at them, they just waved us over and we we're like, okay. But, it, but like you think about like here where it's like, you know, you take your shoes off, you take your laptop yeah. out. We just walk through with everything on. The beeper went off like on the uh, metal detector. And they, they still just, just let us go through. through. We're like, okay. It's like, was that a gun beep or like a belt beep? Uh, probably a belt beep. I think it's, <laughs> think it's okay. They're scary. It's fine. <laughs> that was good. Gun beep and belt beep. I think they're touring together soon. <laughs> oh, man. They have a split. Is, that, is that EDM? Or is that like a band that only does... No, that's, that's gun bleep. Gun, is that a real thing? I don't know what's happening right now. Jono, explain. <laughs> uh, bleeps are noises. True. 
Electronical noises. Yeah. Electronical. <laughs> that's that's is that what it's called? <laughs> that took me a few seconds to really register. Like that's not right. Wait, why do they call it an electric guitar instead of an electronic guitar? Like, what's the difference between the two? Like Tron is more robot. Like I get that. You know that. what? I made fun of you. Well, I made fun of you for electronical, and this is neither of those <laughs> words. Uh, it's a good, I, I'll say kind of a good question. Yeah. Why do Why do they call it electric guitar instead of electrical guitar or electronical guitar? Which is probably what it should be called. <laughs> no, that's not what it should be. That's the one thing it should not be called. <laughs> well, I'm going to start a new guitar company, and you're going to see. I'm going to rise to the top. <laughs> electronical guitar. It's going to be the first time you could plug a guitar in with a USB. I that's think that's tr- been done, too. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> Damn it. But don't they always call them electronic drums? Yeah. Oh, not even electric drums. Yeah. Was, when I first started working at Guitar Center, that was my thing where I was like, are they electric or electronic? And then I saw it said electronic once, and then uh-huh. I just went with that. Yeah. I feel mumb- like that's always what I've heard. But if you're not really sure of something, my mantra is mumble anything, yep, and yep. you'll get away with it. And totally. It's fine. Like, yeah, do you want to play some electronic drums? Like, for sure. And then they go, what was that? And I'm like, over here. And then you just ignore the word, and you're yep. fine forever. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I went the other route with that unintentionally uh, years ago. Years and years and years ago, I was, I was working this job, and I would occasionally make deliveries for them. And I did the thing where I said something that made no sense and I realized it as it left my mouth, and then I just kind of hung my head and walked out the door, hoping that they just think they heard me wrong. Because <laughs> I remember the lady, I just kind of had to, it was super easy, I just had to walk in, hand this lady an envelope or something, and walk out. And as I'm walking out, she's like, have a nice day. And I went to say, have a nice day, but as I was saying it, I was like, for some, I was like that sounds stupid, I want to say, have a good day. For some reason, I said to change it halfway through. And so I walk up the door and said, have a gusta. <laughs> That's what came out of my mouth. Have a have. <laughs> well, normally, I do uh, man and dude or buddy, and I mix them. Like, all right, see you later, Ban. And then I just – but my <laughs> thing is I, I realize what I said, and I freeze, and I make eye contact for an extra few seconds, and I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> if you combine all three, it's like, see you later, Moody. As <laughs> <laughs> I remember ending a tour years ago. Uh, that band Men, Women, and Children were opening for us, and it was the last night of the tour. We'd done like a month together or something, and their guitarist had come over and said bye to me, like hugs me, and he says, thank you. And I'd had several drinks of me at that point, and I meant to say thank you, but I said, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's commonly, uh, I, mi- I mix those up all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, Thankfully, you, we were both able to laugh it off and knew that I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Even sober, I'll do that. Like, <laughs> teachers and stuff, like I would <laughs> turn in a paper, like, well, thank you. Fuck you. I'm, <laughs> I'm. That's the same as, like, the happy birthday. You too. Mm-hmm. Or, like, enjoy the movie. And then now I just go, yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm, that's me stopping myself out loud. Like, yeah, yelpers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just don't know what to say. We've all been there. There That's needs to be a, like a button you can press, like a socially accepted like sound for like just the times you don't know exactly what to say. Just like a like hey like like enjoy your flight, and it's just like ding ding. It's like everybody would just know. It's like I'm acknowledging like I like a like button on Facebook. Like I like that, but I don't want to say anything to you. Thumbs up, GIF. I remember the first time we ever toured Australia when I was boarding like my first flight in Australia. 
as I hand my ticket to the lady, she says, how are you going? Which yeah. they all say there, yeah, which I, I didn't know, though, at the time. <laughs> it was my first time there. So she says, how are you going? And for a second, I didn't, thankfully, I didn't say it, but I was uh, like, uh, airplane? Go to I'm, Melbourne? I'm going by airplane? <laughs> <laughs> or do they say, like, how do you find the UK? I'm like, I, well, I mean, pilot just takes me there. Yeah, it's not too hard. My favorite one, too, is... Uh, and especially like the UK and like Wales and stuff like that, people will be like, uh, "You all right?" But they yeah. can say like, "You're," right? and then I go, "Yeah, why?" <laughs> that or I go, "What?" And I and like I did that for the longest time. I just said what to almost everything, mm-hmm. and then you have to translate to like the like US. Like, here's my thumbs up. Like, yeah, like I understand what you're saying. Good, good, good. But <laughs> this then, is Culture Hour with the Swellers and Tony Thaxton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but usually I'm so bad at that kind of stuff, and I just oh yeah, I'm, ter- do the I'm head terrible with. People from America. Exactly, so. yeah. And uh, well, there's one more that was really weird. Usually, uh, oh, handshakes is a really bad one for me, too. Because <laughs> I try and like be the cool guy. So like, when we were like, coming to San Francisco every few years, it'd be like the slap, fist bump, and then uh-huh. you're good. Like, this is cool. And then you get over to like the UK and Scotland, and it's like the weird like predator like handshake thing. Where like, you like... <laughs> you your, son of a bitch. Yeah. So you, like, you put your hand up, but... It, you don't go into the shake after you just stay up there and then let go. So then I was like, well, I got this now. Cause I failed so many times coming over here. So I started doing that to everyone in general and they go to move my hand and I just hold it there and I don't know what to do. And everyone feels so awkward about it. And then I just kind of slap it twice and I just walk away. I'm like, <laughs> that was planned. I made that weird. I don't think I'd noticed the different handshakes over there. I f- Cause I feel like I get it. He, actually, I know for a fact, last night, I saw you guys at the Meltdown show last night, and I ran into somebody that uh, that I know, and, and, you know, I just go for the handshake. Just make it the handshake. That's all yeah. we need. Or, or you move their arm into it. And my buddy always did the thing. He grabs your elbow, and he goes, strength, and then your hand goes, security, and then shakes it, and you're like, oh, wow, that feels good. Like, I've confidence. I, I love the handshake. And then if one or the other wants to pull it into a half hug during the handshake. That's fine. I'll like, allow that. I can dig that because it's like, but always the handshake first if you're like unsure. I feel like that's yeah. a good way to go. But a lot of times like you'll, you'll feel the release quick and then you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, where are they going? Where are they going? Is it going to be a fist? Are they going to go up with the hand? And we do the like, uh, I don't know what you yeah. call that other that, one. That, that actually, that's kind of the predator style. Yeah, exactly. I was actually just talking about this, about the awkward, like you don't know which one's coming. And uh, Amy Dumas, she came to our show in San Francisco. She's a WWE Hall of Famer, uh, wrestled under the name Lita. Okay. And she, like, through a mutual friend, it was just, like, suddenly following me on Twitter, suddenly giving me some places to go eat because, like, we're both vegan people. Uh And it's like, oh, we have this mutual friend, so you're cool. And I'm thinking, like, oh, I've been watching you on the TV since I was, like, 12. Like, Mm -hmm. this is crazy. Like, she's going to be watching my band now. And at the end of the show, you know, when you approach somebody new, especially someone that's kind of intimidating, like, whoa, they're, uh-huh. they're pretty famous. This is pretty rad. I'm thinking, okay, number one, probably a handshake. Number two, might be ha- half handshake, half hug. Number three, might just be a flat-out hug. So I'm thinking, I'm going up there, right hand, like, around waist level. You know, that's, like, what you're thinking. This is all happening within split seconds. And she kind of went for, like, a high-five kind of thing. And I did the thing that I hate, where you just reach up and grab the high-five. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I didn't think she thought it was too awkward. She was just being really polite. I'm, you know, we were saying maybe people have done way worse, you know. Just, yeah, there's always worse. But it was just like, man, I'm, I'm the, 
like my dad did that to our neighbor like 20 years ago. Like grabbing the fist bump thing. And we'll and we'll we'll never forget how goofy that was. The guy went for a high five, and my dad was like a businessman. Went for and he went for the high handshake, which is not a thing. It's it's just wrong. It just doesn't add up. But I'm over it now. Hopefully, I totally thought of another thing when someone's talking to you and you just respond the wrong way. Uh, we were at Toy right across from Meltdown. Yep. And uh, everyone like got their drinks. Then we started ordering. And then, like, the two girls went, and then it was my turn. And he goes, iced coffee, because I had an iced coffee. It was like, it's your turn, man. And I'm like, yeah. And it is an iced coffee. And then I I looked at him again, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really good. (laughs) And then he stayed, and then the (laughs) both girls did the slow look at me, like, what? And I'm like, and the iced coffee was not from there, right? No, what? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes it It a little bit better. Thai iced coffee. Right, right, right. But, like, the best part of it, though, is like, I was so confident, and then the second time, I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. And then I was wrong again. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then he just goes, you're an order. I'm like, oh. You'll have to excuse my friend. He's a little slow. <laughs> the iced coffee's great. <laughs> Dude, now it's like we're in L.A., and like, I mean, we're from Michigan. We're not always hip to what's cool. And like, we're like, yeah, we got toy before the show, and everyone's like, ah. Everyone goes there. And we're like, what the? I got, Come on. I got no issue with Toy. That's great. Yeah. It was nice. Actually, Someone... it's funny. You guys, I was next door. I didn't know you guys were there. <laughs> which, which place? Uh, Sunset Tide. That's There's... apparently the better one. See, Dave Clock told you this, didn't he? Dave Clock told me Friend that. Friend of the show, Dave Clock. Past guest. Great uh, guy. Uh, no, the best. But yeah, he swears by Sunset Tie over Toy. They're equal to me. To be fair, like... like I've and I'm sure you're the same way. You've had Thai everywhere, yeah. And it always tastes a little different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's stuff that's just bland, but you can never really do it poorly. You know what I mean? I have once. Oh, really? I had <laughs> one really bad Thai restaurant, and yeah, it was actually mine, in L.A. Mine was homemade, so that doesn't count. But yeah, I want to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there's not really much to tell. I'm not going to sell anybody out. I'll just say it was in Glendale. That's all I'll say. Oh, Glendale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called mm-hmm. Glendale Thai. <laughs> You're not far off, actually. <laughs> oh, no, it's hard, to, it's hard to make Thai food at like a Chinese restaurant because it's like Chinese and Thai. And it's like, that's rad. And I mean, Chinese food, it's kind of like there's the sauce, there's the meat, there's the vegetable. Here you go. There's a lot of it. But like in Thai, there's like galangal, you know, which is like Thai ginger. There's lemongrass. There's... You know, just all kinds of different leaves and spices that are very inherently Thai. So, like, if you don't have those things, you just get Thai-shaped Chinese food, which you can <laughs> tell right away. You're like, I see what you did. You made a Pad Thai, but you didn't use any of the shit that makes it Pad Thai. It's just you're trying to fool me. And, like, that, that, the crunched-up peanuts that's, like, just came out of, like, a, you know, the planter's can. I'm like, that's not Thai. You just made it look like Pad Thai. That's happened to me a couple times, but I'll eat anything that's, you know... Food, food related. It doesn't even have to be actual food. I'll, I'll put it in my mouth. Uh, we were talking about the soup stuff, and you know when there's always like the weird garnish that you're just not supposed to eat. Yeah. But it's inside the food you're eating. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not on the side. So we had the whatever that soup you're talking about. That was the tom ka soup. What was the stuff in it that I? That was well. There was the lemongrass, and then I had a big hunk of the Thai ginger in my mouth, and uh, yeah, you kind of you taste that stuff, and it tastes so awesome. But you just don't bite into it because it ruins your day, ruins your experience. Yeah. So the first thing I did after they said that, I'm like, oh. So I like tried not to get what I thought they were talking about. And I just only put lemongrass in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was so bummed out. I'm like, well, today's over. <laughs> like, it's like those stupid shrivelly peppers that they put in my General Tso's tofu. <laughs> those are dumb. They don't even taste good and they're really spicy. I need to admit something on the air. 
You always say tofu. <laughs> tofu? Yeah, you say like that all the time. Tofu? Do I have to go tofu? No, Do I have to say oo longer? Tofu. That's the proper Killer word. Tofu. Tofu? Do I have to say it like that? I'm going to call it bean curd so this guy never yells at me ever again. <laughs> bean kid. <laughs> bean kid. <laughs> That's my wrestling name. Nick the bean kid. I think you heard, uh, was it was it Dead President? Or what's the one rapper dude? Oh, when they say like barbecue tofu. Yeah, you've been saying curry. like that I, since you heard the song. I have a big mouth. Like I just say words like more than people. Do you have words that you you get to every now and then and you're like, Shit, I don't know how you actually say this word. General this Sow. With the, General the, Sow. I don't know how to say Sow. Is it so? Is it Sow? Oh, I was calling uh, Intelligentsia coffee. I was calling it Intelligenista. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so dumb. And, and then everyone, You just changed the spelling. And everyone with us was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's the name of the place. I'm like, or Intelligenistia. And they're like, what? <laughs> and then we walked up and I saw the spelling for the first time. And I'm like, well, that's two years of saying it wrong. That's great. Aluminium. <laughs> it's like you're just adding in extra letters. That's fine, though. Because I, I, this is, I shouldn't even admit this, but I get the problem of I always forget. And I'll just present it this way because I still, to this day, can never remember which one is correct. And it's a normal English word. Stamina, stanima. Whoa. It's definitely stamina. <laughs> I struggle with that one every time. Whoa. That one I just feel like is ingrained in my head. I don't know why. It should be. be but fair, though, if you say it quickly enough, no one will ever Yeah. Know. You're like the stamina, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My girlfriend. Wait, wait. Now I'm confused. Exactly. That's stanima what sounds better. <laughs> this is stupid. Like an enema for stan. Stanima, stamina. No, stamina sounds better. But when you said it, I didn't like it. That was just wow. the only difference. I'm not saying I don't like you, but some words my, you say I don't agree with. My favorite thing, though, is I'll be talking about whatever, and I'll be like, yeah, like, instead of, like, we're going to go, or, like, we're going to meet up there, I'll be like, yeah, we're going to meet down there, blah, blah, blah. And my girlfriend always picks out that stuff, and she's like, you mean we're going to meet up there? I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't I, know what I'm saying. I just say that it's going somewhere, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't back that nitpick. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I don't even understand we're what done, the... Ashley. I don't even know what the nitpick was. Nitpick, if you just leave the middle, up, it becomes going Nick. up there instead of down there, or vice versa. Oh. That and, uh, yeah, I just say a lot of things. Yeah, you were saying you were coming down to Saginaw, which I'm north, uh-huh. so that would be coming up. But then I actually vouched for Jonathan, and I said that it is lower in elevation, like 13 feet. So it is kind of coming down to where I live. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I looked it up and everything on Wikipedia. To, I tried to find a way to make it count. Because that's normally how people refer to you in directions or yeah, it's, uh, elevation. So what elevation are you going? Also, there's less population, the smaller population. You could say you're going down. Sure. Nah, I Why wouldn't not? do that. It I'm just like trying to back outside. you up. No, I thought I heard someone outside. A bad guy, probably. Oh, bad, there are a lot of bad guys. Around. There was a guy who was just sawing like tiles outside, right behind the room we were sleeping in today. Oh, that sounds nice. And I thought like. Our friend like hired him to like do something in their backyard. Apparently, they have like a joint backyard situation, uh-huh. and the guy just at nine a.m. every week just starts sawing like the loudest cool. stuff in the world. And I feel like all houses in L.A. are insulated with mesh tank tops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the walls are so thin everywhere. If you cough a mile away, it's gonna wake mm-hmm. you up. Like, oh, just okay. Mugsy Bogues jerseys when you break the drywall. 
It's like, what is this? I woke up the other morning to. <laughs> Why'd you hand the mic over to me after you said that? I wanted your comment. <laughs> uh, I like the Charlotte Hornets because I like the colors. And from Chuck E. Cheese, I won a Hornet mascot stuffed animal. Don't the Charlotte Hornets not exist anymore? I, I literally just heard this the other day. I haven't heard of basketball in at least 13 years. I don't yeah, even. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, basketball, I know uh, next to Lamar about. James is very big. Is What? Lamar James, that's the guy from Reading Rainbow, or no, that's, that's the uh, guy who has that's the guy whose new album yeah. dropped that everybody talks about I, on Twitter. I'm pretty sure I went to high school with a, a Lamar James. Yeah, he worked, at, Dairy, he worked at Dairy Queen. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, I had the revelation. My girlfriend's on two fantasy football teams, and I know three current NFL players. <laughs> What's three? Barry Sanders. Let me let me guess. Let me guess the three. Can I guess the three? Yeah. Peyton Manning. Yes. Uh, Tom Brady. Yes. Peyton Peyton Manning has a brother, I think. Your third one? Um, It's some Detroit guy. (laughs) I don't remember any of them right now. Uh, Brett Favre is gone. Calvin Johnson? Yeah. Boom. There's no way you know Calvin Johnson. Who's that? Because everyone's always like, oh, Calvin Johnson. Well, you live near Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Look at that. Come on. Barry Sanders. Talk about how impressive that was that I picked the three that you know. So so what's great about that, too, is... No, let's talk about it. I want to talk about it for the next hour. Please, listen. (laughs) Sports? (laughs) I have to get this out. Uh, So... Not to be that guy, but I was at the gym the other day, and uh, I was in the locker room, and this guy, like, there's ESPN always playing, and I don't know what's going on ever. Like, I don't really pay attention to any of that stuff. And the guy looks over, and he's like, man, can you believe they got, like, blah, blah, blah to be a coach or something? And I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. And that I- was at Enterprise, like, yesterday. No, that was, this was at Planet Fit. Oh, that happened at Enterprise, too. <laughs> but anyway, so, but that was, like, my random example. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to start like, trying to like, bond. He's like, oh, you lift weights? You must know about sports. I'm like, <laughs> I just started lifting weights. I don't know about anything. And then he's like, to be honest, I really don't know much about sport. And I'm like, no way. And then I'm like, it's also weird that we're bonding about not knowing about sports while we're changing our clothes. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, this is over. I got to go. And the, we just walked out. The weird thing that happens with me is I don't, I don't get the thought process behind this. People ask to me several times a year, are you a quarterback? Like, how many opportunities do you have to be a quarterback? They're, like, yeah. how many different leagues are there? Like, was I a quarterback? Am I currently? Like, they know I'm not, like, you know, 18 to 22. And I'm just like, am I a quarterback? So I'm like, man, I, I should answer that I am. You, yeah, look up, like, an arena football team. Yeah. And find, like, who their starting quarterback is and just name that. Because they're not going to know any better. It happens all the time. I get asked if I'm a, a quarterback. Or if I'm in the military, which I was trying to figure out if I could get discounts just by saying yes, but I think you need a card or something like that. Mm, just buy a maybe buy a uniform. Oh Start man, wearing that everywhere. Don't don't bring tempt. A, bring a gun with you. Don't tempt me to buy an army uniform because that, I would wear that at our final shows in the UK. No, Mountie uniform. Mountie mm, would be cool. How about the Mountie yeah. uniform? I was actually just talking about the wrestler, the Mountie. Because did somebody say wrestling? I got a double X handle that's too hard to handle. My gorilla press will make you so depressed. I got an elbow drop to knock you out of your flip flops. So jump off the turnbuckle, shatter your knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Pro wrestling, the musical. Ravishing Rick Rude, he's a real bad dude. And Bobby the Brain will make you so insane. We got Coco Beware and Nature Boy Ric Flair. The Undertaker, no thanks. See you later. No, no. Pro wrestling, the musical. If you smell what the rock is cooking. I know, I know. We played that song last week, but guess what? 
not everybody listens to all the episodes. I don't know why. They should. Anyways, deal with it if you got a problem with that. We'll be right back. Hey, do you like to buy things? Of course you do. We all do. You know where a great place to buy things is? Amazon.com. Wait, no. FelizNavipod.com. Go there. Go to the Amazon banner at the top of the page. And then just go shop on Amazon like you always would. And then a portion of what you purchase will go to support the show. We thank you. Now do it. I was actually just talking about the wrestler, the Mountie, because he was kind of made fun of recently on the WWE Network as like a crappy gimmick. Uh, like he's, he's the Mountie. Can't, can't imagine why. You know, like late 80s, early 90s, like not important, whatever. But to me as a kid, he was a big deal because he was one of like six selectable characters on a Game Boy WWF game. You might have to okay. bleep out. You have to bleep out the F. Yeah. You I mean, say whatever you want. Definitely have to bleep that out. Um, oh God, I ruined the whole podcast. <laughs> but yeah, Mountie was up there with like Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, like Sid Vicious, like Psycho Sid or whatever he was. So like when they started making fun of the Mon- Mountie, and, and nobody else cares about the Monty. I never cared. About, and I was like, man, maybe maybe he wasn't a big deal. Maybe he was just that guy. And I heard some good stories about him, like knocking dudes out in the locker room for real. And I was like, oh, man, Mountie was pretty cool. So he's kind of like a cult favorite for me right now. Old Jacques? Yeah, good old Jacques. Is there a movie called The Full Mountie yet? There's got to be. There should be. Uh, when's the last time you guys saw No Holds Barred, by the way, speaking of movies and wrestling? No Holds Barred? Which one was that? You don't even know it? It's, a, I've... it's the Hulk Hogan movie. Okay. Zeus <laughs> is the bad guy. Okay. Yep. I didn't know it was called No Holds Barred yeah, all this time. It, at least the last I saw, it's on Netflix, and so I gave it a rewatch just because I had it was like I was up late and, and I was like I got it didn't hold up. <laughs> oh my god! It's no, it yes and no. Like it's it's like yeah, it doesn't hold up, but in a way, so much better than I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, incredible. Man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that now. I've been I've been delving into Netflix and I watched Pumping Iron with uh, Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, too. So great, and then it's like giving you suggestions, and it's all just like meathead steroid type mm-hmm. uh, things. Which I I mean, it's kind of right up my alley. I love that kind of stuff. But I'm finding you love myself meatheads and steroids. Yeah, I do. Like I'm fat. I watch <laughs> That's his favorite website, meatheads and steroids. <laughs> meatheads and steroids dot com. Meatheads meet. Oh man. M-E-E-T, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, they have the new one, Generation Iron, which is about the 2012 Mr. Olympia, and it's funny because my wife came home from lunch and or for lunch and we ate together, and I'm watching Pumping Iron. She's like, "What are you even watching?" And she's like, "It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger all oiled up, flexing." I'm like, "Eh, whatever." And then she just said, "Like, man, it's just you know all these like white oiled up guys. Like, you know the black guys probably get like lost." in the light or whatever. And I'm like, actually now it's only black guys that win. And she's like, really? And then I flipped the generation iron and I showed her the end of that, which I won't spoil for you guys. I thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, yeah. And it's dude, the black guys look so much better because of the lights. And like, it's like the high this power is getting weird. Yeah, no, I was going to say so, it's getting a little weird, but thing, and they're also twice as big as they used to be. They're just absolute monsters. So like I watched that and I watched pumping iron and then I watch that again. Then I watch Pumping Iron again, and I just find myself—I <laughs> just find myself in the in a cycle. But oh man! But it's great when you say your, something. Your eyebrows going up as you said that. <laughs> yeah, just for the podcast, podcast people. <laughs> just that's what I was doing. But yeah, I think when it's one of those, you know, like something like uh, Over the Top or like one of those kind of uh-huh. meat, meathead movies that wasn't very good. But like Pumping Iron. 
if you say something from pumping iron and someone knows what you're talking about, like you've made a friend for life, like I'll just be like, I just don't want to give you the wrong advices. And someone would start laughing so hard. And I'm like, you got it. Like, that's amazing. That is the best when you can make an obscure reference that someone picks up. Oh, yeah. Uh, more importantly, did you ever watch Animorphs? The TV show? No. Uh, Tony was in a successful band. Oh, wait, no, sorry. He didn't watch Animorphs. Let me rephrase. Sorry, Big Bad Beetleborgs, not Animorphs. No. So it's on Netflix. <laughs> this was like the answer to Power Rangers when that was around. Okay. And, uh, I, okay, yeah, maybe I at least know of it. So it was one of those, like, the third spinoff kind of shows. Yeah. And uh, the intro, the theme music is the funniest thing in the world, and... As a kid, I was like, this is phenomenal. Like, this is the best made show ever. Great and, song. Yeah. And then you watch, you watch the show now, and first of all, it is the most poorly made production of all time. Uh-huh. It's terrible. And then the song is trying to explain the plot that also doesn't make sense, and it's three typical average teens walk into a, ha- a haunted mansion just by chance, free to ghost, and now they're Beetleborgs. Like, it's, it's seriously the Wikipedia paragraph. <laughs> And, and, and they don't even make it fit very well because it's like just three typical average kids went to a haunted mansion. Just, and it's just like and all why, over the place. Why would a ghost make them into Beetleborgs? Like, just I by know. chance. That's the best part. Just by chance, free to ghost. Who made them Beetleborgs? <laughs> and then it's like second verse, they kind of go on a little bit. But like that first verse is all you need because it's like this show sucks, man. How are we going to like let people know what the show is about? <laughs> theme song. I know. I miss Don't those worry. days of the, the theme song explaining everything. You and the theme songs used to be like three minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, like, like now, yeah, I feel like most half shows don't even have themes on. Like, it's yeah. just a lonely day trying to make ends meet, <laughs> and there's a little girl and a boy too, and they have a dog and they go through some problems, and then it's like it's just like I now get keep it. Keep going, keep going, man. I mean, <laughs> I. <laughs> but then luckily they have episodes that continue the story because I mean I'd be I want to know more. I hear the song and I'm like I'm gonna watch this for the rest of my life to figure out all of their troubles and solutions. <laughs> <laughs> and Full House was that show for me. Oh, yeah. That holds up real well, too. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> don't make that face. It's a great show. Check this I out. Mean, I've been known to, to throw it on if I'm bored at home. There were two Olsen twins. What? Not just oh, one there were Olsen twins. <laughs> there were two twins? So you mean there's four? Oh, then that, I think there's six. <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Oh. Also, Jesse Katsopoulos and Rebecca Donaldson's kids, uh, they were twins in the show. Mm-hmm. And they were also twins in real life. Does that mean they are quadruplets? Also, Dylan and uh, it means there was only and one of them no, that wasn't. Or wait, was it? There was just two of them on the show, and because there's of them those in real those life. other twins that popped up years later that were in uh, Big Daddy that ended up yeah. doing a bunch of Disney stuff after that. Not that's not Jonathan Nicky. No, that's a kid who looked no, like Jonathan. That was Lipnicki. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that was a different movie. Johnny Lips. This was uh, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yes. They went on to go do that. Yes. Which I don't know why I know the name of that. But no, they had The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Is it Zack and Cody? On deck. Or Semester at Sea or something like that. Yeah. They were suddenly suddenly on a boat for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Did you actually know what he's talking about, or are you just being uh, no, I have at least I've heard of these. You're like, yeah, for sure. It became something else. And then Nick's like, here's every show they've been on. I was a pretty big fan of like the two episodes I saw. I think I watched it on a plane. I was a pretty big fan of the two yeah. episodes well, like, I saw. I love iCarly. I also love Girl Meets World. It's great. 
Oh, that's like new, right? Yeah, super new, super new age. Like <laughs> they do a really good, <laughs> super <laughs> new age. It's like it's so ahead of its time because <laughs> they brought back like some of the original cast from Boy Meets World, right? Yes, and I freak out. Nostalgia. It's like a nostalgia freak out. And then <laughs> also, song title, by, the way. by the way, the intro music for Girl Meets World. I highly enjoy everybody to go download that on iTunes. Ninety nine cents, probably. I highly enjoy everyone. <laughs> Did I say highly enjoy? Do that. <laughs> okay, I meant to say I. I meant to, what we were talking about. I meant to say I highly suggest it and hi- very much enjoy. I combined it, but seriously, the two girls, the two beautiful, beautiful actresses, they. <laughs> <laughs> My left hand is sky high right now to explain this. Um, they recorded the theme song, and it's great, great voices. Like, they did a great job, and uh, I hope the show does really, really well. And uh, I wish them the best. They need all the help they can get, so please support them. Just great seeing Corey and Topanga and what they're up to like 20 years later. Uh, sure. That's you can watch it on Delta Airlines. <laughs> There's probably three episodes, and it leaves you wanting more. Yeah, see, I'm, That's I'm... the only place you can watch it. Yeah, I'm a little older than you guys, so like even Boy Meets World, I w- it was kind of even past like when I would watch shows like that. I've seen yeah. it, but yeah, I didn't really watch much of it. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm an old man, You're a grumpy old man these days. I'm about to be 23. That's crazy. Tomorrow. Yikes! Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, is that because of Michael Jordan's number? Yeah, okay. that was I. My I put a request in early with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'll be 23. Yep. Guess what birthday is mine? February 26th. I guess who else is that, that has that? Johnny Cash. Uh, guess whose birthday is the next... Uh, guess whose birthday is February 17th? Michael Jordan. Full circle. Whoa. Wow. That's, like the that's a great place who, to who end this you, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> who do you end the podcast? <laughs> who do you um, share a celebrity birthday when with? When I was a kid and I was reading Nickelodeon magazine, for the longest First time... Of all, that's a thing. Oh yeah, totally. Didn't know. Uh, second of all, uh, Chris O'Donnell's birthday was the day before mine, June 26th, because there was a blank space on my birthday. <laughs> and then I found out J.J. Abrams has my birthday. Ooh. But I found that out like one year ago. So Chris O'Donnell being the day before mine was my claim to fame. Uh, I found out. I was actually just telling someone this recently. Mine uh, I share with Jeff Foxworthy. Ooh. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, wait. I, that's another thing. I don't want to make this a race thing, but I thought Jeff Foxworthy was... <laughs> I thought... I thought Jeff Foxworthy was a black guy for years. Yep. Wait, what? Also you thought they were the same guy. I I just hear Jeff Foxworthy, and I think Jamie Fox. I hear Jamie Fox. I think Jamie Fox. There's just a bunch of different names that relate to him. I'd like to see someone create Jamie Foxworthy. So it'd just be like. You might be a redneck, but it's Jamie Foxx kind of doing it. Like, or wait, he does. He have that show like the horrible bosses. Does Jeff Foxworthy is he's the redneck guy, right? Yeah. He has the. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? He also has the Great Bible Challenge, right? Is that the, what? He's not on that. Is that? Please tell the, me about this. Is he the host of that show? I have no idea. I, I think it's. I think it's like a Bible trivia show. Like, how much do you know about this fake shit? It's still called. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> are you smarter than a fifth grader? Like, question number one: Do you think the Bible's real? Yes. Okay, you're not smarter than a fifth grader. End of series. Wow. Get real serious. <laughs> I only like the first testament because that's when God was a jerk. <laughs> well, you're you're old school. You like the old stuff better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they tried to come out with the New Testament and everything, 
And I was just like, you should have just capped it off there. Yeah, it was like when in the in the eighties they tried to have the new monkeys. You guys familiar yeah. with this? Yeah. Oh God, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> yep. That oh was yeah, the, the that show happened. again. Yeah. I forgot about that. All new guys. I don't. Yeah. It didn't last long at all. I liked scripture better when it was like on papyrus. Like it was just so much nicer to read. Like just like <laughs> scrolls. And then they started doing the whole like book thing. And it's just like you lose some of that vibe, you know. So it's cool that they're bringing like scripts and scrolls back for the punk kids to enjoy. In at six thirty, yeah, right now. Okay, Uh, guess we need to wrap this up. I mean, dude, (laughs) did you get everything you need? Is the question? I mean, we didn't even delve into Christmas talk, but you know what? Sometimes that just happens. I think we need to talk about Christmas. Uh, It's my favorite. If you got to go, do you like Christmas? I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite thing. It's like, my favorite thing. Like I, I mean, I love eating, like food and <laughs> sleeping. Right. Fair but, enough. But eating at Christmas, <laughs> eating at Christmas is double good. So, and I, I don't know why I talk like this. <laughs> what? Hold on, let me have the mic for a second. You were clenching the mic. <laughs> You were clenching the mic and so intense, <laughs> just saying anything. Um, anyway, one of my favorite stories from Christmas time, and I'm pretty sure it was around then. Uh, we were playing Monopoly with my grandparents, mm-hmm. and my dad was hiding Monopoly money and like doing like a really neat stack, and he like ended up winning and made my grandma cry on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite story? Wait, she cried just because she lost at Monopoly? Because my dad was lying to her this whole oh, time. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> after years of her taking care of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's crazy. And then I got an N64 one year. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition there. <laughs> I just wanted, before John took the mic for me, um, I just wanted to talk about that, that when I made that sound, I did puke in my mouth. <laughs> and, it, it, and then when you made me laugh after that, I almost puked again. And then I did puke in my mouth for a third time um so speaking of christmas um no yeah did you have a question about christmas john just went on a christmas ramp no no yeah christmas that was no that was it that was the fact christmas is my favorite thing that's the the loose the loose theme with with this show is we we do talk about christmas sometimes that's great we're supposed to always but sometimes it doesn't happen i love that please do uh and yeah i just can't you know if there's any sort of he, he, John O went for it, but yeah, if there's any like specific Christmas that stands out to you, we like to hear those stories. Well, but yeah. also, if you're out of time, I understand. You know what really bothers me is when I see tweets and things, and people are like, oh, they're playing Christmas music at work. It's November. And I'm like, okay, one, you're complaining. Two, November, they should start in like September to get you warmed up. I mean, they should even start in June. Christmas, it's Christmas, Christmas in July. It's I don't Christmas care. all year long on this podcast. Okay, so and then you know what? I'm not a very religious person. I Me know, I, I know, I talked trash about the Bible a second ago, but it's a beautiful story, and I love hearing about Jesus, and I love hearing about his mom and God through song, through song because with the songs you get the most emotional notes and chords ever recorded. Like the first Noel, dude, chills thinking about it. <laughs> no, we, we I think have... that's my favorite sentence that's ever been said on here. God. The first Noel, dude, chills. <laughs> but... God rest ye merry gentlemen, chills. Freak out. <laughs> oh, no, that's another song. That's not a Christmas. Freak out. <laughs> Reindeer freak out. <laughs> um, one thing that we actually have a, like, we're very open about when we were writing songs, we'd be like, I want it to have like a Christmas vibe because there's these certain notes that almost have this like, 
melancholy feel to them. Uh-huh. But but it's like this beautiful thing. And like there's these certain notes that just really like register in your heart where you're like, whoa, I just felt something, you know? Like Weezer hits on it a lot. Like uh-huh. there's certain melodies that do that. So when Nick would always write songs and stuff where we'd have like a reference for things, it would be like meatloaf mixed with Christmas music mixed with punk rock, which sounds so weird, but it makes yeah. perfect sense. A lot of people, they don't understand meatloaf, big part of my music world. I would not have guessed that. Christmas, huge part. And the thing is, I, I would love to add sleigh bells to every Swellers record ever recorded. By the way, we're in a band called The Swellers. <laughs> I don't think we talked about that yet. Doesn't I'll, matter I'll, though. I'll mention in the uh, in, in the intro. <laughs> Doesn't matter because now everyone's just gonna sample all of our records and add sleigh bells and make that's millions. Really, that's kind of because I've talked about it on here before, and then I've done it. Is that's really there's just like a couple things you have to do to a song to make it a Christmas song. You can pretty much yep. just take any of your pre-existing songs, add some sleigh bells. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, then I've actually made friends around. Christmas music like we talked and it was like hey blah 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 yeah Christmas music that's great I love the melodies and I'm like this is so awesome let's keep talking about this like uh, Aaron I almost forgot his name he's one of my really good friends Uh, Aaron from a band called Wolves and Machines uh, in Saginaw Michigan where I live now we bonded over knowing this one meatloaf song and then delved into Christmas and then it was like like do we just become Soulmates, best friends. Not best friends, just soulmates. <laughs> and, the, and then also, Andrew from the band Fun. Uh-huh. It was one of, like, he loves composing and uh, he writes scores for, you know, movies, TV shows, whatever. He even writes music for dogs, dog TV. It's a, it's a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually, I know of that dog TV. That sounds like I would make that up, like, yeah, yeah I work on dog TV. <laughs> so, one time, we just started talking about music and, like, or, uh, and then we started talking about Christmas music, and both of our eyes lit up, and we were just like, "Yes!" So like, I feel like just the love of like Christmas music, and like no one ever really, the musicians they don't love it because like the lyrical content, like dude, yeah. that, how they they talk about old Parson Brown, hopefully marrying that couple, that's awesome. Like no one cares about that. I had to look that up recently to I, find out. Like, did you look up Parson Par- Brown? Yeah, I did that about <laughs> six months ago. It was I like, think everyone has a thought, but I finally was like, all right, I'm looking this up. I don't know what the hell, who yeah. Parson Brown is. I didn't know what a Parson was. No, well, I, I just thought it was a name. I thought it was a guy's name. Yeah. But yeah, it's a thing. It's like, we could pretend that he's Parson Brown, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, like, it's basically like a pastor kind of thing, right? Yeah. And the thing I don't get is, like, you can do the job when we're in town, but aren't you in town? Mm-hmm. Like, they're there. They built the goddamn snowman. They built Parson Brown. And then they're like, yeah, well, are you married? Nah, not yet. But, like... When we're in town, you can do it. And then Parson Brown, they forgot the next verse. He's probably like, you are in town. Mm-hmm. And then they knocked down Parson Brown, the well, snowman. Apparently, then the all- <laughs> Jonathan just left the room and comes back to me saying, they knocked down Parson Brown, the snowman. Uh, the missing verse from that that I just made up. I got nothing to say. <laughs> you said, um, like you were going to say something. Um, you got to come through now. It's just embarrassment of What's his your, brother. What's your uh, favorite Christmas song, then? My favorite Christmas song, it I think it changes quite often, but I, yeah. I, I might have to say The Pogues' Fairy Tale of New York, because that one, I mean, it's not... I don't even think I'm familiar with that one. It was Christmas yeah. Eve, babe. That one, it's... Uh, oh, that one. Yeah. No, it's very, very... It's It's a great tune. A lot of people have covered it and stuff. Uh, Dustin from Thrice did a cover of it. No Use for a Name covered it. But yeah, it's not a very like traditional Christmas song, but it's you know it's just kind of you know subculture under the radar that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, as far as traditional, uh, I really like the ones about the Lord. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but um, 
the the more emotional they are about loving the Lord and stuff, are it's very very emotional for me. They seem to choose the best notes. Um, oh, holy night! I was, I was gonna say that. That one is like, oh, man, I that was great. One really cool thing. It's the same with like a lot of older songs too, where you know people in like rock or punk world or whatever will cover songs but it translates so well because the melodies are so good yeah so you could like simplify it and you can make it into like power chords or whatever but if a song can do that it kind of transcends you know the genre or whatever so like when weezer did that christmas ep mm-hmm. they literally like they probably just busted that out so quickly yeah but it's phenomenal sounding and it's like oh these are pretty much just weezer songs but that's how you write already so like oh holy night for example being on there mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah um yeah, it's almost like they could have just changed the lyrics slightly to Oh Holy Night and it would have been like a great Weezer song off the Blue Album or something like that. But I think it's about time to get to this venue All to right. play our final L.A. show ever. Yes. Well, thanks for taking the time. Can I just do two quick dumb things? Yes, One of please. them's dumb, one of them's not, and then we'll, we'll get out of your uh, hair. Although I'm going to stick around for the show, so... Just like not the Diener Brothers. Just like the Diener Brothers. One of All them's right. dumb, one of them's not. Ooh. Listeners, um, vote on who's who. I'm the dumb one. Um, dumb choices. Right, but real quick, the dumb, the dumb part first. Uh, our, our friend Dave Clock, our mutual friend Dave Clock. I yes. don't know if you've seen it or know about it. His two favorite things are chicken, or sorry, sandwiches and hockey. <laughs> yes. Specifically chicken sandwiches. And yeah. he has a, a patch on his jacket that says sandwiches and hockey. That's great. And so I've been liking asking people lately. If someone was going to make you a patch like that, what would your two main thing? What would your two things be, dude? I know it's on the spot. Okay, this is going to be a very like black and white answer, but we're going to go with lift weights, and then at the bottom it'll say love puppies, because you got to balance the testosterone with like something so lovely like a puppy. <laughs> Wow. And that'll be at the bottom of the patch, too, for the explanation. Um, mine would be wolves. Wolves be a nerd. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? That's the bottom thing of the patch. Oh, no. And oh, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and chocolate slash coffee. Chocolate slash coffee wolf. Chocolate slash coffee. What the does guitar slash player have to do with this? <laughs> the guitar player of Guns N' Roses just wanted chocolate coffee. And I uh, started his own company. Um, Sweet Child of Mine is actually about a chocolate... Not true. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Slash touched my arm for like two and a half minutes. Ended on that, ended on that note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no. Thank you, guys. Uh, just real quick, if there, is there anything? I know these are your last shows. And anything you want to promote, throw that out there. Well, I just wanted to clear up something that um, people are probably going to be asking about. Yes, Slash probably touched my arm for maybe like two minutes, not actually two and a half. It was pretty That's quick. Much more but we were watching Slipknot, and I was like, who's this girl next to me that smells great? And then I looked, and it was Slash. Slash smells awesome. Uh, great guitar player. Also, apparently a huge dinosaur buff, I heard recently. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like people, knows, people knows shitloads of information about dinosaurs. People call me that, too, but just because I'm buff like a dinosaur. Mm, Stegosaurus. I know. I always say that. Yeah. Because if well, there's one thing I think about dinosaurs, they're buff. Yeah. They're, Everyone they're, says that. Ah, they're extinct. Like, I'm getting emotional thinking about that. Something killed everything. And that's going to happen to us one day if so, we stop praising the Lord. So that was your plug. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? 
<laughs> okay. Hey, guys. It's Jonathan. Uh, so, Swellers are ending. Mm-hmm. I'm in another band called Braided Veins. Yes. Oh, you broke the band up. Uh, and check it out on the internet. Um, and Nick records bands and is a fitness instructor. Is that what you call it? You call it personal trainer. Personal trainer. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Digital yeah. fitness. So, so this is Nick's plug instead of whatever the hell he just said. <laughs> well, he's buff like a dinosaur. So Nick does those two things. NickDiener.com. Yeah. NickDiener.com. That's a thing. Or find me at John O'Diener on the internet. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... Anto is an electrician, and Ryan is a pizza guy. And they're both no-shows, so fuck. Uh, Anto just got to the venue thinking we're doing the podcast there at 6.30, so I'll say maybe we'll, we'll add something with him later or something if you want to do that. Uh-oh, he's got more to Yeah, say. I just want to say thanks for doing the podcast with us. Thank you for the plug, Jonathan. Thank you for coming. In. Well, uh, you didn't go anywhere. I, make, I guess I just I've... said he's walking over here now. <laughs> what in the... Maybe... Was that a text from so a long time ago? this is why you guys are breaking up. Yeah, just communication. <laughs> just communication issues. Mostly because our Canadian bass player doesn't have the same phone as us, and then it just caused so much turmoil that we decided we're calling it good. It's funny. Anto actually has on stage been addressing the crowd saying how upset he is that the band's breaking up uh-huh. and it kind of makes me feel weird because it was like our choice like the brother's choice we're like let's okay that's it's time so he's almost saying like i don't agree with <laughs> your decision uh-huh. in front of everybody we play to every night and it's like oh like sorry dude and you know i'm not exactly happy about it but the time came and uh i know that feeling we had some really great opportunities when we said we were about to be done and that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Otherwise, we would have just kind of been like stuck and bitter and uh, like, oh, man, maybe we should make another record. And then if nobody cared, it'd be extra depressing. So, you know, we got to that point, and it's been awesome doing like a full farewell U.S. or farewell world tour. It was yeah. supposed to be just U.S., became world tour. And, uh, yeah, we couldn't be happier with how it's all going. Uh, would have been nice to be rich and famous, but sometimes you can't have that. And uh, we got some great stories. We're rich in culture. And we're rich in friends. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just want to see how long you'll keep going. As Jonathan's like freaking out because he needs to When go. you give me a microphone, <laughs> it becomes a pipe bomb. All right. Okay. Uh, it's probably time to get going. I want to say thank you to all the... <laughs> this is so funny. I love to talk. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm sad to see you go, but uh, not that much, I'm going to be honest. It's all right. We'll hang out as non-band guys, and we will have more fun. No, that's probably not going to happen. So this is Jonathan again. I write articles for several sites. I'm making eye contact while I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please check them out at dot .org. .com, I, I think. Check them out I also at, write uh, for them occasionally. Oh. Thanks to you. You helped me. Uh, you set that up for me. Look at that. Brian, this is a plug for you. Your name is spelled Bryn. But it's like, whatever, you're Brian, that's fine. Yeah. And Jonah Ray, nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. I, I talked from? to him last night. Oh, okay. Okay, that's that. <laughs> I'm fighting Jonathan for the microphone. How tall is he? He seemed tall. He's about six, four, five. Maybe. I was imagining if I stood on that stage, if I would have hit my head on the ceiling. But uh, all right, cool. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> uh, I, I had a great time. <laughs> Our bass player shows up at the end. <laughs> so are we driving? To, yeah, we're driving to the venue. 
Okay. Thanks so much, Tony. We'll see you later. Thank you. See ya. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're at the end once again. Uh, let me say something. First of all, I'm going to say thanks to the Swellers. Well, to half of the Swellers. The other half that didn't show up? No thank you, sirs. No thank you. Um, but uh, I guess if you live in Belgium, if there's a chance you live in Belgium, you still have a chance to see the Swellers at Gros Rock, so do that. Uh, if you're in the U.S., you're shit out of luck. Maybe go buy some of their records. Maybe do that from Amazon.com. FelizNaviPod.com, I mean. All right, let's get into my plugs here. Um, oh, side note. The, the little uh, wrestling song played the last two weeks. Those uh, harmonies at the end. Mr. Matt Taylor from Motion City Soundtrack. My good my good man. Um, so, I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, TonyThaxton.com. You can get all your Tony Thaxton needs. Um, and don't forget, we've got a new t-shirt available on FeliceNaviPod.com. Uh, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, you know the deal. But also remember that uh, if you live in Los Angeles, May 9th, I will be playing drums with Allison Weiss at the Roxy, the great Allison Weiss. Uh, so that's going to be a real good time. I haven't played drums for anybody in a bit, so shabalaba. That meant nothing. All right, guys. I think that's it. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Christmas, December 25th. That's going to do it. I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas.